This podcast is made possible by an almost generous contribution from Mike Bradner, Injury Attorneys. Hurt in a wreck? What the heck? Call the big guy, Mike Bradner, 504-345-1111. And it's time for another podcast episode of Tell Me What You Really Think with our star, attorney Mike Bradner. I'm Spud McConnell, your host, here to guide you through the complexities of Mike Bradner's thinking process. So let's find out, what does Mike Bradner really think? And it's time again for Tell Me What You Really Think, starring the one and only Mike Bradner, who is sitting in his office, still surrounded by... I thought you were going to put another deer head up here, man. It's in... um. It's being whatever mounted, what do they call it? The taxidermist. Yeah. I wonder where they got that word from. I don't know, but uh, it's they're doing it in San Antonio because uh, it was on the it was taken bagged on the border. So you can't bring it over here. No, no, no they just. I mean, I, I had to jump on a plane, so I oh, took okay. it there. They did it, and yeah. All right, so you're fixing it up. Yeah. Where's all the meat at? You ain't never give me no roast. You were supposed to give me a roast. It's in a freezer that I don't have access to. I leave it that way. Oh. <laughs> Man, damn, I love me some venison too. Ooh, it's man. good. But I had them do, I did it, it was processed San Antonio, and I had it, I figured it'd be good to get it since in San Antonio, like, you know, Mex, Tex-Mex style. And the, so far, I haven't tasted anything good about it. I don't like Tex. Well, no, 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 let me take it. It's not that I don't like Tex-Mex. I just don't want everything Tex-Mex, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, if I want, if I got hunks of meat, like I got some, uh, I got some chorizo. Yeah, yeah, my, I have that too. Yeah, I got it from uh, from uh, Nick Chasacy. Mm-hmm. I got a five pound box of frozen chorizo. Right, and it's delicious, but it's like super peppery. So it's like what I'll do with it. It's all in like boudin shaped form. So you got to like cut it out of the boudin shape and then fry it all up, and then bag it and refreeze it into bits and pieces. And I'll get like a Ziploc bag, like a sandwich bag. Yeah. And put that in my beans. Yeah. But if I put more than just like a cup of it in the beans, they're too hot. I mean, it's, it's, I mean but then I'm old, you know? Yeah. So I, don't, I don't eat yeah, much old. I don't mean, yeah, but you're old. I don't know. I'm old. <laughs> well, I might not be old, but my feet sure are. Yeah. So anyway, it's another uh, another uh, podcast here with uh, Tell Me What You Really Think. So what I really want to know about what you really think uh, is this letter that this guy sent to uh, to Mayor Cantrell. He put it on Facebook. His name's David C. Webb. And he's got this thing, an open letter to the city of NOLA and Mayor Latoya Cantrell. Your city has lost its way. Yeah. I, we would say it's in the shitter. I mean, I agree. And I, t- I, t- I said that story about how I was mugged almost. Tw- almost oh, mugged. Almost mugged. Thank God I was carrying a concealed but, uh, weapon. but Because um, when I flashed it, they ran. But... Um, it was it was a Tuesday and a Thursday in the same week, you yeah. know. And the second time, they figured out my my schedule, you know. And when I walked out, they were right there. So yeah, but you had a piece the first time. What they think you weren't going to have it this time? I actually had a bigger piece with a flashlight. On the second right. time. So, but um, you know. but yeah, I mean, it's uh, I look, I haven't seen anything that would contradict the letter. I'll put it that way. Well, let's read the letter. So, because people out there haven't seen it, let's. I don't know where this guy's from. Let me see. Where's maybe his address is at the back end. So this is a long letter. Nope, doesn't say where he's from. He just calls himself a paying visitor. Mayor Cantrell, I just like 
I'm just like any other visitor to your city. Came from Alabama. I wonder if he had a banjo on his knee. <laughs> Came from Alabama this weekend with my 16-year-old son to participate in an all-weekend travel baseball tourney at various locations around New Orleans, Avenger Field, you know, la, 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 la. It's almost 10 years since we were last here personally. I've been to your city dozens of times since childhood through my high school years. Okay, so we've been here a bunch. Uh, father of four on a family vacation, and now as a run-of-the-mill visitor here for purpose. While visiting this weekend, it was my intent to carve out some time to see the normal historic downtown hot spots we've always gone to in the past. Canal Street, Bourbon Street, French Market, Riverboat, Cafe Du Monde, Riverwalk Aquarium, la 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 la, all those other places. It was eye-opening to say the least. I thought I'd put my observations together in this letter so you could grasp what a visitor sees today in the specific areas, places I mentioned above. First, the blight you have in the downtown area is unfathomable, except for the, you know, people who are hanging out behind. I mean, the in dumpsters. CBD, I haven't seen. Well, I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of the people living on an overpass, like they walk around there a day. But oh, I've seen that. Yeah, uh, but they've been there. The well, blight, he, he the, only, the only blight I, I, is the what's that thing called? The the big tower that's been vacant for too long. Oh yeah, I know the one you mean. Those over there by. Uh, by the super like, home, yeah, by Loyola, Loyola over yeah. there. Yeah, the one is full of uh, as, uh, asbestos. asbestos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had a friend of mine used to have his office in there. Uh, okay. Numerous dilapidated buildings with no windows, no plyboard, graffiti, rusted beyond repair, abandoned, tired, old structures that show scars of Katrina aftermath, I'm sure, a storm from over 16 years ago. Second, the stench is horrific. And boy, I heard people bitching about that. Where's uh, what's uh, when with the man bun? From Chalmette, who squirted all the uh, lemon juice all over there. Oh, Sydney. Yeah, Sydney. when he had it, it was great. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if he still has it. No, but he I, don't. I think they... No. Yeah, they, they removed it, and they they, yeah. they didn't allow that to happen. They shut I it wish down. He needs to sit and he's become back. Well, he should have run for mayor, but he wasn't going to cut off his man bun, so there you go. Well, I mean, it, he, he would get a big pay cut, and honestly, <laughs> right now, there's no benefit of being mayor of New Orleans. It's, it's like a... Well, that's just it, too. There's no yeah. gratitude in that job. Well, I'm, and, and they're sitting there talking, and you, you talk to Clancy Dubos, you know, who follows politics like like crazy and he'll there's only been twice in the last 75 years that uh the mayor did not win two in a row right chep morrison chep morrison i think i read where he uh he actually left the mayor's office and accepted an ambassadorship and the other one was i, I don't remember somebody back then i don't even think I, I haven't heard of anybody really running against nobody stepped up so far but qualifying hadn't really begun yet uh okay so the place stinks Pretty much normal, acceptable. It smelled, but what does it smell like? Weed, marahoochie. Going, bro. What do you know with that? Walking around, walking like. around the uh, the quarter, like you do smell that. But you smell you everywhere. Rather, you want to smell that, here. or you want to smell piss? Yeah, it's not just here though. That's kind of silly. But I, who knows where he could be? Be from uh, BFE, Alabama, so he's not used to that. They burn leaves over there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they probably grow it in your backyard. He doesn't know about. Doesn't know anything about it. Uh, let's see. Okay, so it all, the whole city smells like pot and probably like, you know, bad Michoacan or something. That's like BS. That. I, you know what? I have to admit, I I have, I don't smell pot in, in the city. I don't, I've only I've smelled only been, it a couple of times, but I mean, you could tell who's smoking it when you pass by them. Yeah. Well, I went downtown twice this week, and it's the first time I've been downtown in quite a while, and I did not smell pot. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't even near the quarter, so I didn't really smell a lot of wee-wee neither. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, then he talked about the homeless. Stern, you're homeless or in need of attention. 
Walked miles through your historic streets this weekend, and while doing so, apparent they have free reign, darken the doorways of closed-up shops. They sleep on dirty streets, walkways, sidewalks, relieve themselves anywhere they choose. You know why? It's because they're trying to be San Francisco. Well, I mean, what does this guy want? You can't, like, put him in a zoo or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. Oh, but no, no. You, you need to, like, you know, put them in a hotel or something like that. They did that did for a they while. They do it for, uh, I forgot what it was. For Oh, a hurricane. They did it for a hurricane, yeah. But apparently it was torn up. Anyway, so here, it looks like your city might be avoiding this problem altogether like it doesn't exist. Well, she's going to say, I ain't got no money. But then again, they want to spend money to turn the municipal auditorium into city hall. Well, how much money that's going to cost. You know? Yeah. Lastly, I want to strongly encourage you to react. This letter may mean absolutely nothing to you, seeing that I'm an out-of-towner, but I also spent a lot of money while I was here helping NOLA's workers and la 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 la. And I'm afraid if you do nothing, NOLA's visitor base will decrease significantly in the time ahead. I doubt you seek such a goal. Term is NOLA's bread and butter. Uh, have some pride. Be a leader. Address this now before it's too late. Regards, David C. Webb, a paying visitor with a banjo on his knee. So the fact of the matter is, he is, uh, you know, he's an Alabama fan. So yeah, uh, so right off the so bat, right off the bat he, he loses shit, all credibility. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like that guy. I, I I can't believe I didn't save this letter. There was a guy who wrote a letter uh, after a Mardi Gras, like like in the late seventies. Okay. Who said? I guess apparently he and his wife have been harassed. By I, way, I was like two or three back then. I, was in, I didn't see the letter. I was in college. <laughs> I was in college. I worked at the 544 Club, mm -hmm. Bourbon and Toulouse, for yeah. like four Mardi Gras in a row. And uh, I was there when the cops were on strike. Right. Okay. So this guy writes a letter. This guy from Atlanta writes a letter and says that it was his right. Because people were going, you know, can you can you cover yourself up? You know, some, I mean, some people just should not show their titties. Just, yeah, you know, they shouldn't do it. And he said, it's, it's my right. It's my wife's right to come to your city and bare her breasts if she wants. I'm going, can you do that in your town? How about we all show up at your house in Atlanta with bags of beads and we'll just pelt your, your house until your wife comes out and shakes those saggy hooters ass? How about that? What Let's do you see those little the, blue veins sticking out the side. The, the, the was it the naked bike rod or something oh, like that? Oh, yeah. They have I don't that. know about you, but every picture I've seen of that thing, those are the people I don't want to see naked. Not too many of them should be no. naked. That's right. You know. But, um, I mean, look, going with the city. So, I just pulled up NOLA.com. And today's article, there's two articles. One shot dead, three others wounded in 13 hours in New Orleans. And then scrolling down. Oh, I lost it. But anyway, another person just died because of a gunshot in on in the St. Claude area. Yeah. So uh, somebody got shot in St. Rock. Not too. Yeah, long I ago. mean, yeah. Know, don't get us wrong. I don't, like I'm definitely not defending the city because I think they got a lot of problems and crime is one of them. I, I was told when I went to go file a police report, actually I couldn't even get in touch with the police because it kept ringing, 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 and then I called a friend of mine who's on NOPD to see if he can help me. He's like, Mike, there's only eight officers in the French Quarter. Eight. Yeah. That's ridiculous. No, it's true, though. Because mm -hmm. all the state troopers are gone. There are times when there is one patrol car in New Orleans East. Yeah. Usually in the middle of the night. Right. But when when do you get the, oh, at one o'clock in the morning and six shots were fired and four people are shot and they had to get there by private conveyance because why? Because there's one cop. Yeah. And, in New Orleans East. And look, just anticipate, because you're not like the like be devil's advocate as well anticipating oh we don't have any money where's all the money going because 
every business and city had the COVID effect, right? Mm. But it's been it's been a while now, and you would think that they would be able to recover enough money um, to start putting it out. So where is all the sales tax revenue going? Where's all the property tax revenue going? And I know that they assign it to certain places, but I mean, I think it's time for the council to get together and say, hey, we need to fix a problem. And it's a huge problem. Um, yeah. Crime is big. I don't I don't know where this guy went for the blight, but like I said, I haven't seen it, but I'm in and out of well, I mean, the I city. saw it during, I saw it during, uh, during COVID. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I only went. Yeah, they, they boarded up, because, yeah. but a lot All of businesses, businesses everywhere. I yeah. went to Austin and, and yeah. they were boarded up and everything else because they were closed and they didn't want anybody breaking in. Um, so maybe that's what he's referring to. Well, he didn't say when he came, but no, he was. It's this is very recent because it was baseball stuff. Well, no, they they've had baseball. I went to no. Texas during COVID and they had a baseball. No, but they, like, you know, know this this was. I mean, this just showed up on Facebook this. Oh, uh, okay. So I mean, it was recent. He probably did it for attention as well. I mean, a lot of people use social media for attention. What, I, what, I know what, at what least kind of attention does he? What does he want to get? They don't care. It's about the likes. So he's so he's all happy now because I read his half of his letter because I couldn't read the whole thing. It's just too wormy, smarmy. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, on, get to hey, you know what? Your city bites. I'm tired of I'm tired of the bums peeing on my car. You know, dogs. You know. So. Yeah, I mean, people will do anything for the attention because they want the likes. They want their 15 minutes of 15 seconds of fame. Um, you know, you're fortunate enough to have have a nice little resume of, of uh, yeah, you know, what? television appearances. Oh, uh, yeah, I have like a hundred credits at imdb and that's just those credits that's not counting all the theater and all the stand-up comedy and all the other stuff i did and you know what i traded all for the powerball <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean with, was... with me it's like i pay for it so to me it doesn't it, it it's not really it doesn't exist you know what i mean if you got to pay for it it doesn't exist i don't know man you get paid you are. i know but you get paid for it and that's well, uh... yeah but the thing of it is i mean i'm what no because I was on the radio too, so I was myself on the radio. I'm not me and in, in, on camera and, and playing something. You right. Know? I mean, I've I've created a whole. That's the cool thing about acting. You are like creating a human being. Yeah. You know. So yeah, that's not me. It's actually hard. I mean, from what I understand, a lot of actors. I'm sure you did too. Like will shadow people, and oh, yeah. it, it doesn't seem as easy as some people may think. No. And you got to memorize no, it's all those not, lines. It's not I mean, easy at all. Well, memorizing the lines is the bottom. That's that's the beginning. You can't really begin to build a character until you know what the words are. Because yeah. then what you got to do is make the words your own. But you got to create a person and make the words that person's own. Mm-hmm. You know, like I did when I did uh, um, I did Big uh, Big Daddy and Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Mm-hmm. I followed people around. I followed old men around to see how they walked, and. Uh, you know, especially men who were sick. I was wondering where you're going to follow old men around. Well, yeah. Well, I follow them around for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the quarters. <laughs> no, I followed. Well, I and I ended up, right, frankly, doing two men. Mm-hmm. You were my doing father, two men? Do, well, I mean, I, I put my walk together. Cause no. big so you, dad, weren't, you weren't actually doing two no. men? Yes. Well, that was, that was another <laughs> time. That's when I didn't have my gun. Exactly. <laughs> no. I... <laughs> I, I, because I, Big Daddy is dying of colon cancer. Okay. Okay. So they call it a spastic colon in the thing, but he's dying. It's colon cancer. And they all go, oh, Big Daddy's fine. It's just a spastic colon. He has farts and that's it. Mm-hmm. No, he's dying. And as a matter of fact, I have a cousin who died of that exact cancer. So, I mean, I'm sitting there talking to his widow about it and the pain and, and how it affected him physically and all that kind of stuff. I ended up literally combining my father and Fred Sanford. 
I put those two together. Yeah. I put those two together, and that was my walk when I was playing Big Daddy. I tell you what, it seems like we have ADHD. Well, I know I do. On the, oh, on my wife tells because me we're I going do. all over the place. We're, yeah, we're just talking about the city. <laughs> but um, well, we're talking about yeah. I mean, look, the city's a city, and and it, none of these issues are new. And no. definitely not new with the current mayor. Um, it's just nobody's really been able to fix it. Now, is it because we're so deep? Because, like, for instance, judgments, I always call the you know you, we don't file cases against the city because I call it the city of no payment. They have judgments dating dating back the to the early eighties yeah. that never they're never going to win. You they might, never pay. Yeah. Well, no, you not pay. No, they no, don't pay. They won't pay. You can't make them pay. You cannot fight city hall. Is is the only the only true. way to make them pay is to file in a federal court if you can, which is rare. Yeah, and that will give you the ability to collect stuff. Yeah, because I talked about it on the radio or one see time. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like, can I kind of go into the DA's office and and take a couple of desks and some? No. Only in federal court. You can you can take them to state court or city court and win hands down, and they ain't never gonna pay you. It's just not gonna happen. So that's why people don't do it. You wanna you know what you wanna fix the city? Do what Morgan Freeman and Denzel Washington do what they say. Put some fathers in the homes. Mm-hmm. Quit letting people get away with a bunch of nonsense. Teach kids right from wrong at the very beginning, and put some mentors and some fathers. So that you ain't got that nonsense going on to begin with. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to fix that city. And really, throwing more money at it, that ain't going to fix it. It well, ain't got no money anyway. None of these problems are, are are different than other successful cities. That's the thing. I mean, you got the same problems in New York City. You got the same problems everywhere. But the mayor's handling it differently. Like de Blasio is handling it great? Well, I'm just saying, like... Like for instance, uh, was it Rudy Giuliani when he when he spruced up Times Square and turned it around? He was dealing with those. He's de- he was dealing with the same issues that we're dealing with. Yeah, I know. He came right after David Dinkins. Yeah, and it was like that. It was just it's a nightmare. So he turned around. He started doing the uh, stop and frisk. Oh, yeah. that's against the law, but it's effective. Yeah, I mean, know? unfortunately, the best way to handle this is going to be not caring, so to speak, about your publicity rating, and just doing it. And then watch the back effect of your publicity, your your approval rating going up. Her approval rating is already high, so that's that's, you know, that that I mean the the thing of it is, and I don't know, I never been the mayor, and I never want to be. No, there. I have no but desire. this I must Zero say, desire. my brother ran for mayor of Gonzales, uh-huh. you know, and he did it grassroots, banging on doors. He 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 went through two pair of shoes, knocking on doors. Well, the guy who beat him. We got all these political operatives. We got a bunch of money from Cleo Fields and people like that. Yeah, and it's like boom because they got them. They got the word out. Well, the bottom line is, yeah, you know what? With this next term coming up, since she can't succeed herself, she ought to focus full time on crime and just like don't. Who gives a crap? Yeah, do what you got to do to clean up the streets. Be a new sheriff in town, even though if you ain't from here, you're from Compton. But Compton's got some shit, and don't tell me you don't know about it. Mm-hmm. Go in town. Go in New Orleans. And clean that city up. Take some money away from other bullshit. And I, I got to tell you, I don't know all the ins and outs, but I've talked to people who used to be city attorneys, worked in the city attorney's yeah. office, and going, you would be astounded at how much money that city gets and how much of it just flows right out again. Yeah. You know? So, but that would be the deal. You ain't got to get reelected, so clean up the city. And, you know. You- well, I mean, but the thing is, is looking at the, the bigger picture, yeah, your approval rating may go down while you're implementing these procedures, but as people start seeing the effects of it, your approval rating is going up. 
So you just got to have faith in yourself that, um, you know, while this is going on, you're being hammered in the press or being hammered by local organizations or whatever Maybe, that just hold on because the bottom line is you're gonna the like, only people you have to appease are the voters and the f- people who live in, in the city of New Orleans who will then start telling all, hey, you know what? Crime is down. It's a lot safer. It's a lot cleaner. Come on over here and have a beer with me. And then people will show up and do it. So, yeah, I mean, now it's like crazy. That's expensive. Like the side of, I was telling somebody, the, the section of Bourbon Street, and this has always been bad, by Crystal Burgers, that, that, that first yeah. block. Off a of canal, especially if you're an LSU student after an Alabama game. Yeah, it's a real but I mean, well, no, the Christmas. <laughs> but I mean, that, that, that's all. That's all been. That's always a bad spot. Yeah, know? that first block off a of canal because somebody can zoom right up. You know, well, not only that, but it seems like that's where a lot of the shootings happen. Yeah, because you're half a block off a of canal. Yeah, I mean, you run, boom. Next thing you know, if you weren't in a crowd, and see, it's a whole lot easier to disappear in that big wide canal street, you know, with the big median and the five and six lanes long, and there, there's so many crowds up there, as opposed to running down because there's a hell of a lot more cameras going down into the quarter, and it's also a lot tighter. So, right. You know, it's like in my neighborhood where you know somebody's going to happen. You see, most of the crime that happens is going to happen within easy access to the interstate mm-hmm. that's that's usually interstate or the airline one of those right you know yeah so anyway I mean, so you uh, ever wrote a letter to a city and said hey clean up your shit no i mean um no i wouldn't do that i mean i'm i'm not egotistical to think that honestly the city would actually care about my opinion but um no i would never do that besides we got the radio <laughs> No, I'm kidding. We're a podcast. But I mean, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I've never done that. I can't believe this guy did it, to be honest with you. But a lot, you know, well, not a lot. Some of the things are true, you know, and the smell's a problem. Not about the weed. Look, honestly, like, you know, weed is. I'm so used to it. The first time I smelled weed was during Jazz Fest, and I was with my mom, and I think I might have been like 13 or 14. You know what I mean? Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I, look, well, it's not wrong with it. It's almost nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's basically. Uh, I don't. I think it got shot down in the legislature, didn't it? I think they. I, I don't know. I, I know that there was a bill decriminalizing it. Yeah, I which think honestly it, should happen. Look, I mean, you look at, you look at the at the cities who, like you know, it's open to anybody. All this stuff that people are scared of never happens. It happens quickly. And then it goes away. Well, I mean, Denver, you know, Denver, Denver for instance, De- yeah. is clean, but it's yes, fine. It, yeah, but not right away. It, Denver attracted a lot of trash. Yeah. And a lot of trash of, like, just this guy saying where people just taking a dump, leaning against a cop car and crapping down the side of the car. Yeah. But it didn't last long because once they got all that tax money from them pot smokers, yeah. then they had more cops, I mean, they had more things to do, and they started cleaning all that mess We're up. We're... we're just pushing aside so much revenue, tax revenue from not just by not being able to sell it, you know. But then again, this state is so screwed up. Well, I mean, look, you they'll could, probably limit who can sell it, you know. Well, like like the like the uh, like the medical marijuana. Well, not even medical marijuana, like all the riverboats, all the yeah. I mean, they'll going, they'll, hey. they'll limit who do it, and then it, it's you know. Look, you there's only so many things you can do with CBD, which you cannot get high on, no matter what. It's made out of hemp. It's uh-huh. not made out of marijuana. And believe, I take CBD. I rubbed this cream on my knee, which is why I'm actually able to walk without a brace on. I just found out my, my, my cousins uh, grow CBD. Oh, yeah? And they make the oil and everything. You get it online. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Cousins where? I though? forgot about that. North Carolina. Visit them. Uh, well, you got a bag full of full of. No, I forgot about it. Well, give me some. It's a drop. Yeah, I put that in my coffee. You ever do that? No. You, you, you ever put it in your coffee? Harmony. Oh, and it's mint flavored. Why? Well, I wouldn't pack off. You just put a couple of drops. You don't taste it. You want some? What that? Yeah, yeah. How much is it? How much I don't know. I got it for, for free. My my aunt, my uh, cousin gave it to me. I was at the farm when they. And you can't even see it. I didn't know what she told me. I'm like, seriously? Yeah, it's called Runaway Organics. Hmm. Well, RunawayOrganics.com. <laughs> I got a plug for a relative, right? Yeah. Well, I, I used to do spots for uh, the CBD company that uh, they make this cream. And they're like, they have been certified by the USDA to be 100%. Yeah, give me, I'll take some of that shit. It tastes like mint. Yeah, it's because it says mint on the bottle. We're not passing around a joint, by the way. It's just CBD oil. I mean, it's not as bad as the other stuff that's not. You know what? It tastes like fern leaves or something. It's organic. Yeah. So is cow shit. <laughs> <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you eat a couple of peyote buttons yeah. that grow out of that? Yeah. But I mean, you know, mm -hmm. anyway, I think we need to have an auditor, which they supposedly already have, but I think they screwed that up. No, but, they just ain't, they ain't greased the right palm yet. It'll happen. We should have like, well, I would say state appointed auditor, but that would be screwed up too. Um, you leave it with the uh, with the legislative body. Louisiana has always been has, has always had a dark cloud over it because of the political game. Um, and it seems to be rampant in the South, to be honest with you. But it's all I mean everywhere else, Chicago, but whatnot. But oh, absolutely. You know, Richard it, Daly? Are you kidding me? At some point, Tom, a leader just has to stand up and say, you know, screw this. We're yeah, doing this the right way. Huey Long did it, and they shot him. So well, I think I, wasn't that because he was screwing around with somebody or something? No, he was assassinated. I know, but there was a reason why the dentist did it. I, I know you have your own uh, theory. I, he didn't do it. All right. But um, anyway, so. Well, let me put it like this. They did an autopsy on him when they were putting him in. And Carl Austin Weiss Jr. had a thirty-two caliber pistol, right? Uh-huh. They dug two bullets out of Huey Long. The smallest one was a thirty-eight. Gotcha. At least according to reports. You want to read it? It's called Requiem for a Kingfish. Read that book. You know. I'm anyway, good. that's enough of that. We look. We, so we started out with this Yahoo from Alabama, bitching about piss in the uh, in the and weed in the quarters. And then we're, and then we're actually promoting this. And now we're promoting CBD and CBD and sale of weed. I think and that's perfect. I, I stopped. I don't smoke pot. When I when I was in Vegas and Denver, I tried it, but it made me paranoid. So I, I got off of it. It made me paranoid. Well, I, I didn't say got off of it. It I, makes I me uh, makes me uh, makes me a rapist. That's what it makes. I can't. Oh, you get a little horny? Oh, you know? No, there ain't nothing little about it. Let me tell you, I can't. I just I cannot can't do it. It's one thing I could I could kind of smell it. That's cool. If you see me smoking on a big fatty, run. Are you talking about a joint? Or are you talking about? Uh, oh, the CBD oil. No, I'm not talking about CBD. You said you're you're horny because of it. So what are you talking about, big fatty? That's Still a joint. Big fatty. That's oh. a joint. Or a blunt. And you. Oh, I was thinking of something else. No, I ain't smoking that big fatty. What but, are you uh, talking about? Stop it. But uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean, it's um. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we are we are the uh, we are the arbiters of uh, of taste and cooth. 
here exactly. and tell me what you really think. And if you ever see Spud walking around with, with a little, you know, with a pop, pop in a tent, it's because he <laughs> smells weed. <laughs> yeah, if I ever smell like weed, you know, tighten your belt and hit the road. Yeah. We'll be back next week with more Tell Me What You Really Think. Okay, thanks, Mike. Had a good time. Let's find out what else Mike is thinking about next week on Tell Me What You Really Think.